0: And we're back with another episode of an Enneagram podcast. <laughs> um, this is this is a dual feature. We are we are both putting this episode on Fathom Page and the International Enneagram Association podcast feed as well. So make sure to go over there and subscribe, follow that account because there is going to be some really interesting stuff um, happening over there. So to so just kind of paint the picture of what this episode is going to be about. Um, we're trying to be efficient with our time and do a lot. <laughs> so, um, not only is Fathoms celebrating our 100th episode, <laughs> Snaps and claps, oh. Yes, yes, yes. But we are also officially announcing that we are going to be at the IEA Global Conference in July as the official temporary podcast host of the IEA podcast feed, Um, which super excited about this. We have lots more to share about this, but on the call with us, we have the normal fathoms crew and we have the one and only Lee. What's your middle name? Lee Andrea, (laughs) Lee, Andrea (laughs) fields and Milton. (laughs)
1: That's
2: That's all we're getting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Classy. Amazing. I like it.
3: I'm like, I'm like Samuel L. Jackson.
2: <laughs> Milton, <class laughs> Milton yeah. C.
0: Classy. <laughs> um On the call today. So uh, how are the non-fathom people doing today? <laughs>
4: <laughs> doing great. Glad to be great. partners in pod with you here. Awesome.
0: Yes. Uh, Lee, where are you located? And remind us real quick, why why do you love the
4: Enneagram? Just real quick. quick. Um, I'm located in Athens, Georgia, and I love the Enneagram for two reasons. It's an incredibly powerful map. Okay. Okay. Rule breaker.
0: Break the rules. I am. am, I'm going to do it, Milton,
4: just because you asked. Um, uh, It's an incredibly powerful map for understanding and the community of people that I've met through it have been incredible, including you lot.
0: Mm. We love you too And Milton Classy Stewart uh, (laughs) Tell us about yourself a little bit And why do you like the Enneagram? Um,
3: Milton Stewart, Do It For The Gram podcast host um, on here IEA board member, which we'll talk about a little bit I love the Enneagram because it's a tool for liberation
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. That's a line right there, nice Mm -hmm.
3: All right, so I'm super excited um, to be here um, because this is really a, a beautiful joint venture. Uh, one, it's the literally the 100th episode as mentioned uh, by Creek, which I think is absolutely incredible for any podcast to get to episode 100 is amazing. And then four of them, to make it together and find the time oh. to constantly do it is amazing. Oh my gosh! And to create—that's
2: the thing I'm cre- most like proud of. Incredible,
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the thing—and <laughs> then the thing with incredible content over and over and over and over again—that is a testament to you all's work uh, individually, which I think is amazing. Uh, the other component is like because of the work that you're doing, the Fathoms Podcast team and IAA are actually partnering together at this year's. IEA Global Conference in July, 2020 through 2023, July, San Francisco, you can go virtual or in person, Uh, but we're partnering because like you have a podcast team. You're not just one person, like you're a team of people who bring a lot of deep thought from a lot of different places in the Enneagram space. And that's what we really wanted at the conference. We wanted a a team of people who were not only good at podcasting but understand the depths of the Enneagram and were able to engage with people uh, to really bring life, to bring um, connection, uh, to bring deeper thought than we usually have a lot of times. But just this real human connection. we're extremely excited to be doing that and to be partnering on this this podcast because it's going to be so so cool. So thank you. I, yes, this is one thing I'm super excited about.
4: I'm excited too. Um, and this is my first in person IEA conference, so very excited to be oh, able wow. to be there. Yeah, I know. I come from the um, IEA Southeast USA chapter. Anyone is welcome. Any listeners are welcome. We are geographically located on Zoom um, (laughs) and regionally affiliated with the Southeast of the United States, but everybody's welcome. We're excited to be in person with the whole global community in San Francisco. It's going to be great. All right. We're going to celebrate this 100th episode energy.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it.
4: What? All right. So since we have some new listeners joining us from the IEA region... And some old listeners coming from Fathoms, there may there may be some repeat questions or some things that we know about y'all already. But if we're getting to know you a little bit, how about Milton and I just ask you a whole bunch of questions?
0: Let's do it.
5: This will what be you great. Think? I it. That sounds good. I might pass, Wanna, but go for it.
4: No, there's no there's <laughs> no passing in baseball, Abram. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Learn your sports call. Oh. Okay, <laughs> right. All right. I'll start with a. Uh, Creek inspired? Oh, question. Cilantro? Oh. Hell yes or hell no?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely hell yes. Yeah. I'm a hell yes. Yeah, absolutely. Hell's hell yes.
4: Hell yes. Oh, okay. Wow.
5: So uh-huh. I wasn't expecting uh-huh. quite so we much agreement. They call us the cilantro team as well.
4: <laughs> What's the last song you downloaded? What is that? What is, what is that me? word? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Streamed.
4: In the olden days, <laughs>
1: from LimeWire. <water. laughs> from
4: LimeWire. Oh uh, let me yeah. pull up
1: my Napster. Account.
4: If you would pull up Napster. Uh,
5: for me, for me, it is the new Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors album.
1: Ooh, right. I haven't mm. listened to that yet. Mine is the uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse soundtrack.
2: So we Ooh. just watched. I hear that's pretty Ooh. dope.
1: Mm. <laughs> so good. The movie's phenomenal. Soundtrack's phenomenal. Highly recommend both.
0: Uh so so I'm actually in London right now and Ooh, the flight <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Fancy Creek <laughs> Um and I recently so I what I ended up doing is obviously downloading music on for the flight and I just randomly ran across Ghostly Kisses, the artist, and downloaded the album Heaven oh. Wait, and it's just it's really, really good. It's
2: really great. Ghostly Kisses sounds creepy <laughs> AF, but I'm intrigued <laughs> to hear this music. It's great. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh. Mine is um, Dermot Kennedy's mm. Sonder album. And I actually just saw him in concert on Wednesday night. Ooh. So that's why I downloaded the album because I went with my friend and she loves mm. him and I was like, let's I Wait, guess I should love his music.
0: <laughs> okay. This this is a question just for me. I don't yeah. I feel very strongly about not listening to the artist prior to a concert.
2: For how long? What if it's someone you know? Uh,
0: I mean, like at least at least a week or two prior. Just not at all touching oh. them.
2: Is that like not seeing the bride before <laughs> the wedding or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Like, it makes it more exciting. <laughs> I don't
0: want it to be new. I don't want to be like tired of the songs before I go to the concert. I get that. I get yeah, that. yeah, yeah. All
4: right, huh. right moving on. Sure. All right, Milton. Why don't you tell us?
3: Usually, I play what they have called like your soundtrack so like based on all the things i've heard so i just kind of download whatever is the latest thing that i listen to and i was like i kind of like that i don't have that so i just download and put in my likes and then i just keep rolling so let me see the latest thing is greater the song greater from um creed 3.
0: Ooh.
4: Oh, okay i've got one more question for you and then milton i'll let you ask a question wait lee did you answer oh. yeah what about um, you lee Jason Isbell's new album with the uh, uh, quality content. Gotta mm-hmm. say, it's good stuff. Like okay, it. what's something about you that surprises people when they find out?
3: There's so
0: many things. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how honest do I want to be? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like <clears throat>
1: they're usually surprised to find out I'm a musician, just like everyone else on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you all laughed so uproariously (laughs) proves my point because I'm not. No, it's usually the five kids thing. Having five kids yeah, is always kind of people have a visceral response typically (laughs) to that many children in my house. Um, This
5: isn't like recent, but uh, people were were always surprised um, by the sound I made as an artist when I was doing the... The artist thing back in the day
0: otherwise known as singing
5: yes <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> also people are usually surprised that abram's not my last name
0: mm-hmm. cliffhanger
5: yep i'm not revealing what it actually
0: is i'm not gonna give details on mine other than <laughs> i was once on a dating show that was on netflix
2: but instant message yep. me for details. If you <laughs> yeah.
1: we, we are happy to provide those details. So.
2: Also, come to the global conference. We will be airing it. We'll
1: have a watch party.
2: Um, one of the nights after hours.
1: Oh, gosh. And then recreating it for Creek's sake <laughs> after hours at the, the conference. No. It, interested parties can apply.
0: Yeah. Link for a, the a price, notes. please. At least, at least charge for this. Oh. <laughs>
5: This is the kind of stuff you get on Patreon from us. Yeah. Yes. Right.
4: Yes. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Not the first tier, mind
1: no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the date with Creek tier is, it's a high-level tier. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> okay. This so is
1: what you get when you don't give details. We fill uh-huh. in the blanks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Crap.
2: Okay. At the risk of this sounding super vain, it's just the only thing I can think about right now. But people are really surprised at my age, generally. Probably a, convert, a combination of my youthful features and my immature personality, maybe. <laughs> and you're wonderful. together, hair. and people are like, <laughs> yes, and my 90s <laughs> rock star hair. Um, but my mom gets that a lot mm. too. Like, oh, no way, you're not such and such age. So I, I expect the, the trend to continue into the future.
3: <laughs> That's a pretty good one, yeah. As far as me, I would say probably something's a little old, Um, but like during the pandemic, I didn't leave the house for the first like 77 days. I didn't go anywhere. Wow. Literally at all. And I was fine. I was good.
0: Were you surviving off of like ketchup and rice?
3: Oh, no. I get people to deliver food. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had to have that. But I stayed in the house so long, my car battery corroded i was like
0: dang Dang. okay
3: day 78 i go to day 78 i'm like oh no i was like oh no
2: that's a good one i am legitimately shocked
4: oh people are surprised i'm not taller (laughs) Uh, i've gotten that one
3: maybe because i met you in person first oh my goodness well
4: milton you and i we have a wide swing on height. <laughs> 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 That's true. <clears throat> <clears throat> Milton, you got a question for us?
3: Yeah. So um, I do have one question, but I do want to bring up something too, just related to you all in the conference world, Drew. Drew was the first person I actually met mm. at an in-person Whoa. like IEA Global Conference. Yes. He's the first person I, I ever met at the event. I was looking around. I was like, I don't know, nobody. And we were like there early mm-hmm. too. But I was like, where are the people? What's going on? Hey, Milton, Can I go ahead and partake in this food? <laughs> Bro, <clears throat> when, when they say food is involved, oh, you'd be surprised how quick so I get there. I just need to. It's crazy.
4: Okay. <laughs> it's breakfast just central time. with food. <laughs> right. Um,
3: one of my questions, um, because, you know, you're going to be interviewing some amazing people mm-hmm. and contacting amazing people. What it, What are you most excited about when coming to the conference, like as a Fathoms team, like what are you most excited about?
2: I already know mine instantly and it comes in song form and I will not apologize for that. Okay. <laughs> I want to be where the people are. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, want to see them dancing. That's what I'm most excited about. Because um, <clears throat> there, no, the the there is a dance party at
0: the end of the IEA.
2: There is a dance party. but Oh, seriously.
3: So, yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Good. Are we
1: recording at that too? Ooh, we
3: should. I don't. I mean, if you like want Kind to, of man on the street <laughs> style. We can just, yeah. If you want <laughs> yes. to kiss somebody,
0: getting into yeah.
4: it. It's going to need to be multimedia.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I would say there is a part of me that it, that will echo Lindsay's song in a lower octave, but that that being among being among my people, the people that are so that are in in the same line of work, I think is just really. Going to be enjoyable because I mean, most okay. conversations I've had, I'm like, Have you heard of the Enneagram? and they either have not or or think they have, but really have not. Um, and so, so that's going to be really exciting, but I also think, uh, in relation to what we've been building over the past what th- for three years, something like that, a fathoms, how wide and complex it is to be human and how the Enneagram is such a beautiful tool to help us navigate that. And I'm looking forward to adding more complexity and, and seeing how the Enneagram stands up and maybe where it falls short. And that that is equally valuable to mm-hmm. me, to know mm-hmm. where it ends and, and where my curiosity begins.
2: That's good. You didn't sing it though. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> sing
0: it. I'm kind of disappointed.
2: Low, Can't help but lower
0: notice. Octave. <laughs> I
5: wanna
1: be with Hey, Gaston. Wow. Yes. Wow. (laughs) We're done here. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm excited for so many things. I'm excited, uh, generally speaking, I'm excited because my Enneagram community is so spread out. I hardly ever see anyone in person. (laughs) So the chance to see people in person is uh, so exciting. Also, I think most people probably won't know this, but the Fathoms crew is never in person together, <laughs> hardly ever in person together. We've, we've, we've never, never all, four. all four. Yeah. The other thing, uh, Milton, I, th- I felt like meeting you was so helpful, not only because we were both kind of figuring out where the heck are we, what are we doing, but it did, well, at least I'll speak from my experience meeting you, it provided a good baseline <laughs> for the eclectic nature that is the IEA community, right? <laughs> yes. So it's an, it's an intriguing group of people for sure. And um, I'm glad I met you first. Yeah,
3: Same. Aww.
1: I think one of the things I'm excited about is, uh,
5: you know, for sure to echo what has already been said about being in person with uh, my people because it's never happened, but uh, but also, you know, really sharing some of the wisest voices in the Enneagram community. Um, getting to broadcast that, I think, is... I, I don't know. I, I feel... Um, like I will be repeatedly humbled um, to get to play the role to facilitate more more of the Enneagrammatic wisdom that needs to get out there, that needs to kind of prove why this thing isn't what, uh, you know, the surface level dumb BS thing that a, a lot of people assume it is, you know. And I think to, especially to hear, you know, there, there are some thought leaders, there are some um, influencers in the Enneagram world that are, Probably getting close to passing it on officially, you know, to the next. And, and I'm just really grateful that we get to broadcast those voices, you know, um, yep. at the end of their their legacy, you know. So I fe- I feel like it'll probably a bit, be a bit of that as well. Um, but yeah, especially just broadcasting the wisdom of the Enneagram and its in its uniqueness and its diversity um, uh, is is especially something I'm excited about. Yep.
4: Can I preach for a second?
3: Oh, right. We go. Come on.
4: Okay, I'll tell you what I'm excited about, about the IEA conference and about Fathoms being there and about the new IEA podcast. In the before times, referring to the before COVID times, when we used to do things in person as a rule, when I was first being exposed into in-person Enneagram communities and I had just begun to learn what IEA was, I could not get my head wrapped around what the division or the tension between communities was about. Um, mm. And I could hear stories about way low back through the misty depths of Enneagram time. <laughs> there were conflicts and surprisingly personalities <laughs> yeah. uh, at work. <laughs> and um, sort of I had this question at that time of how to bridge the gap. And one of the one of the gaps that I saw. Uh, Lindsay, sort of pinging off your age comment, right? I'm frequently, um, I was, I was going to say accused of being a lot younger than I am, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'll go ahead and you already know my middle name. So now I'll give you my birthday, but my social security number is not on the table, right? <laughs> um, okay. But I'm I'm 53 years old. Amazing. And, right?
1: Mm. Sunscreen, no. people, no, um, <laughs> sunscreen. Um, Take a um, water.
4: water. Right. More beauty tips. <laughs> follow me, right. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, Instagram influencing. All right, so, and I see myself connecting in the community with older people, but not necessarily relating to everyone who's in my age group or older, mm-hmm. and really connecting with younger people. And for whatever reason, and those are very, I, I would say, many of my Enneagram friends are a lot younger than I am. Right. But in this community, there's a relationship of like kind of age is a matter of mind. Right. It doesn't really matter. Mm. And so I had this sort of, I don't know, germ of an idea of like, why? Why is there this f- factioning? Why is there this othering between the new guard and the old guard? What's up? And it seems like it could be fixed with two lines of dialogue. Right. Like what? <laughs> needs to happen. And I don't believe that I'm the secret sauce that's going to fix all of that. But I believe that naming it and doing something about it and striving to have connections between people is going to be the thing that's going to do it. And the community that has been able to be built online over the past three years in so many spaces is part of that. But there's real magic to being in the room together and connecting in person, not just because of the energy that's there, but of the the shared experience. And you don't Mm -hmm. just turn the Zoom off and go to your next thing. You're there and immersed in something. And I think that those relationships and experiences are where the conversations where the retiring wisdom guard and the... Staying here for now, Wisdom Guard, and the upcoming Wisdom Guard, right? That maybe just hasn't had the exposure or the presence or the visibility, right? Mm-hmm. We're all we're all working with the same map. And to see how other people are reading it is really, really helpful. And that's what I'm looking forward to about the conference.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh! Ooh. Yeah. I love
3: that. <clears throat> I, listen... I love when ones get like super serious <laughs> and they're like so deeply meaning yeah. and like so personable. And I love everything that you're saying, Lee. And it kind of leads me to the, the conference theme, which is unite and ignite. It's absolutely perfect. And I think it aligns with like what Fathom has been doing this season. Mm-hmm. So one thing I want to ask you all is when you think of, a conference because we the keynote speaker is Dr. Deborah Egerton, which Ooh. you all know. Ooh. Right? You have an episode. We don't do. forget to do. listen, people. Right? And then the end note speaker is Chi Chi. Yeah. Yes.
2: Right? Amazing. Yeah.
3: Just amazing. So I so I wanna ask you all when you think of the conference what the purpose of it, our, our, our slogan, our logo for this year, which is Unite and Ignite. What does that bring up for you within the Enneagram community?
2: <clears throat> I remember when we actually, we realized what the theme was for the conference this year. And we're like texting each other, like, did you see that? Did you like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing because I feel like when we started planning our season, we knew we weren't like coming up with an idea. We knew we were like, Tapping into some kind of current that was sort of just... And so that moment, I remember just feeling like, yeah, we're not alone. Everybody's feeling the need for this coming out of the last five, six years or so. Like, everybody, we're having this collective feeling of we need to come together. We need to be together, really be together. And not be the same, not be pressured or forced to be the same, but really be together, like you said, Milton, in a way that is that is liberating us to be diverse. And so um, when you were talking about doing Zoom, Zoom sessions, well, the first thing I thought was like, yeah, guaranteed everyone at the conference is actually going to be wearing pants, which is not something you can guarantee when you're in like a Zoom call. But... Um, <laughs> The other thing I thought was there was some statistic that was like, when you're on a Zoom call, like 90% of the time, you're looking at yourself. And I think that that's so appropriate to think about because especially in the Enneagram space, we spend so much time looking at ourselves. And I feel like this is an opportunity to really look each other in the eye and to see one another more clearly. And I remember when, um, speaking of this very divisive time that we've come, we've come through collectively when there were certain political figures who shall not be named (laughs) rising to power. And it was very upsetting and traumatic for a lot of people that I deeply, deeply care about. Claire Lowridge, who's my Enneagram teacher, she said, cancel everything, cancel everything and just open the building and invite people to come and look each other in the eye. Because she said she was getting phone calls left and right, people elated, people in despair, people frustrated, people angry. And she said, just stop everything and get everyone in the room together and let's remember each other. And, um, yeah, I think that's my hope and my encouragement is when we're together, we really remember each other.
0: And if I can go off of that a little bit, Lindsay, what I hear is, So we've talked about unity not being uniformity and I love, I love like just get in the room and look in someone's eyes, hear their story and we're asking for a mess. Um, We're asking that unity is going to be messy because it requires you to look at yourself, confront your own, your own ways of being that are not adaptive or healthy and also look at the other and, and, embrace that they too have a really difficult life or they have a really difficult way of they're working through their own things and i think we have to sink into the madness and then we have to be angry that the other is not seen Mm -hmm. and that to me is where ignition happens i forget who Mm -hmm. said this but anger is initiatory but not transformational so anger will drive you to do something, but anger will not actually make the thing happen. Love is going to make that thing happen. Compassion, Mm -hmm. curiosity, that sort of, that's the transformational work, the self-awareness, right? But we need anger first. We need that ignition of what in the world you have not been seen. You have not been listened to. I haven't been seen. I haven't been listened to. This is not okay. And I think sinking into that unity is sinking in some form into some, some level of anger. That the other is not seen, that we're somehow missing parts of ourselves.
4: Would it be okay if I used the Enneagram for a minute?
0: <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> right. No. All no. right.
4: We struggle to do that. <laughs> Sometimes <yes. laughs> please do. Um well, I could go in so many different directions because y'all have said so much really, really important stuff, sort of talking around, doing Enneagram work, right? Like what is that work? And My brain works very frequently on looking at the micro and then the macro and then back again, really fast sometimes. And I see Creek, what you were saying really spoke to me too about how much othering is in our world right now, right? And we are struggling to listen to one another respectfully. There isn't a conversation going on, there's a fight. I think that that is happening for us between people, right, projecting what we don't like onto the other group, um, fearing the other group, being angry with the other group. But that's really a reflection of what we all are constantly doing with ourselves, right? Rejecting parts of ourselves that we don't like or that we fear or that we don't want to see and identifying with, and this is sort of your your season this year, right? Our person at identifying with the things that we feel safer including. And it's that identification with it that's kind of scrambling things up, right? It's who I am. It's something about me. This is me instead of a person who is experiencing this emotion or this quality, right? I think that having a tool like the Enneagram to point us in the direction of where we're most likely to get stuck, where we're most likely to get caught up is really where the work comes in, where the practical work can come in. And Creek, you're saying that anger is um, a notification system, right? Like a boundary has been crossed. This is not okay. I have this energy come up that gives me the momentum to do something but that anger is not gonna get it done in an adaptive way. Having the the Enneagram to say like, okay, anger, you did your job, what needs to, what is the action ahead? Help me clarify what and discern Mm -hmm. what really is the appropriate response, right? To, To have us be in a situation where we can do our individual work in community to raise up ourselves and the community at large right? Mm -hmm. By not othering ourselves and the community or other people. And uh, Milton and I have worked together some with Mario and Gilbert and uh, she's doing the the pre-conference day. So please go to her uh, uh, practice as well if you're there. But she talks about observing what is happening and then through radical inclusion and acceptance, allowing whatever comes up without judgment, right? And that sounds easy like a very uh, tidy formula and yet it is hard 184,000 times a day and those are just the times you're noticing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) right Mm -hmm. so I'm going long in the tooth on this but having the Enneagram as the map to say this is your unconscious pattern (laughs) take a look here see where this is coming up and just breathe a little bit and leave a little space for something other than what you expected to handle it a different way and that's our invitation in and our, our path forward to accepting the other and ourselves, yeah. maybe. It's a, it's a provisional hypothesis I got going. <laughs>
3: yes, a working theory. A working
4: theory.
0: Yes.
5: Um, so when I think of these uh, unite and ignite, I really it, it makes sense to me that we have to come together to experience the fire. Um, and so that fire is that of community, of, of alive individuals who include the whole of what it means to be human, not just parts, not just certain um, culturally acceptable uh, nuances, not just the, the male uh, cisgender expression, um, but a community that, that includes the whole of what it means to be human. I can't be me without you, and you can't be you without me. Uh, how, and so, I mean, that, that also begs so many questions around how am I not unified within myself because that entails why I cannot, for some reason, see you the way you are, not through the way I need to control seeing you. Um, is it a, a Desmond Tutu, I believe, um, that says that my humanity is bound up, bound up within yours. We can only be human together. Um, so yeah, unite and ignite. We come together to experience the fire of what it means to be us. Yeah.: Yeah, I love that.. Woo!
2: You just unlocked the Pentecostal in me. I just about took a lap around the room. <laughs> Get
1: Beautiful. your flags and banners out. Yeah.
2: Da, na, na, na. No, I love that.
1: I don't have anything else to add other than to, yeah, say, here, here to, what you said, Abram. I think mo- some of the most meaningful conversations I've ever had have been around a campfire, and I think that's a good mm-hmm. way to approach, a conference like this. Is it's kind of a global campfire of. Ennea nerds and Enneagram professionals. Um, and I think if we come with that kind of spirit and mind, like we, we come around to have meaningful, important conversations together, not, you know, hey, look at this intellectual property I have kind of cornered <laughs> surrounding the Enneagram. I, I think we'll all be better off for it for sure.
3: 100% agree. I think, I mean, even from my experience, the people I met that experience was much greater than anything I learned in any specific room I went into. Even um, it's great stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong.
3: But in all honesty, the best things that happened were the people I met, the things I experienced with them, because there's only so much knowledge can do for you. But the experience that you have with people uh, in those spaces and even... And I find in these spaces where people come to do their work, for your ability to be vulnerable, aka be more authentically all of you, something really amazing happens when you're with people who are doing it together collectively. Man, something extremely amazing happens. So I'm definitely excited. Yes, I'm on the planning team for it, so it's going to be fire. You know, I'm making sure it's (laughs) going to be nice, that everybody enjoy themselves. But... The the part where everyone keeps talking about touching our heart and changing our heart, like there's something really special about it. And I love how, like you said, Lindsay, like the, the, the Fathom team understood it's a flow that's going on that we all need at this point in time to be united in some type of way. Like it's so serious. And so I'm glad you all said that. And I'm looking forward to that myself. I'm looking forward to being there with you all. It's just something special. And I hope people get a chance to come or be a part of because it is something that you can't put into words, right? You know, you really can't. So I'm excited about that. Lee. Yeah. I want to pass to you. Okay. Drop some questions off. Okay.
4: But before I give you rapid fire questions, I do want to say that all this talk we're doing about being in person, there's also a virtual track for the IEA conference. If you can't be there in person, it's going to be, I'm understanding a very rich experience, And of course, there'll be the podcast. So don't think if you can't be around the literal campfire that you can't join the conversation. So
3: the the global campfire, the global virtual, the global
4: virtual campfire. That's right. There's a filter. And,
3: And yeah. And the online platform is actually pretty robust. It's not just a zoom screen. There's like places you can go in here. There's buildings you can see in here. There's like certain rooms for certain things. It's a lot. It's like really real broke.
4: All right. Yeah. So rapid fire. Cake or pie? Oof. Uh, cake.
0: Is the pie hot? Pie. Because <laughs> I can't do hot pies. Pie.
4: It's especially not hot fruit, Creek. Oh, I know you, you well enough I, to know. Thank you.
0: I do not <laughs> like hot fruit. I'll go. I'll go cake. Yeah, cake. I'm cake as well. I said but pie. Like not much
1: frosting. Okay. Pie, Abram. Yep. Pie. Right. pie. Pie.
4: Team pie. Alone
0: pie. pie boy. Okay. Pecan. Um, all
4: right. There's a spider in your house. Spiders in your house, do you kill it? Do you leave it alone or you take it outside?
0: Take it outside.
4: Usher it outside. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
0: <laughs> Depends on if it doesn't stand
1: a chance in or, our house. Or yeah. I
0: just leave it, you know?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Milton, how about you with the spider?
3: <laughs> oh, oh, Hulk smash that thing. Hulk smash.
4: All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I got one last question. One last question. What's the most unexpected compliment you've ever received?
5: Part of my new job includes uh, something where people affirm you for an hour and a half. (laughs) It's wild. And uh, there was an experience (laughs) where uh, they all basically told me I am who I've always wanted to be.
4: Wow. Yes. Wow. Abram drops the mic. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh.
3: Done. (laughs) Donezo. I know mine, so I will go ahead, so other people can think. But um, Tamer, Tamer on the board, IA board, he gave me a compliment last year at um, a conference. He said, "He said in you, I see the the youth of um, a young, like a young man, the strategy of a middle aged man, and the wisdom of an old man, mm. all balled into one." And I was like, "Dang!" Uh-huh. Okay. I was like, "Can." you? Can you write my resume? I mean, I don't need one, but can you write (laughs) this down for me? It was beautiful. It touched me. Wow.
1: So I can go. I heard this recently, so I don't know if it's the most surprising compliment I've ever received. But it it was the most uh, heartwarming for me given the season of life I'm in. I'll say that is It's someone who told me that you're so strategic, which usually that comes with kind of this it's like a backhanded compliment sometimes, right? You're so strategic um, as a three, but uh, you're so strategic and you use strategy to help advocate for others in really powerful ways. And I appreciate Mm. that a lot because that's not always been my story if I'm going to be honest. Right. And Mm. um, it felt good to hear that, that some of the work that I've done um, with, you know, my own kind of threeness has resulted in, using those kind of skills and inclinations to the benefit of others and not just for my own agenda,
0: yeah. Probably for me. So recently went up to the far north Michigan and and did kind of a retreat with some friends, kind of uh, yeah, phone away, just completely off the grid and we were just kind of sitting there talking about what we want to do with our lives, that sort of thing and What do we what do we contribute? And I was struggling to articulate what it is that I contribute because I do a lot of things Um, and I'm just not entirely always sure what how to call those things that I do. And one of my friends uh, said something along the lines of your your value, the gift that you bring is a container of space and providing safety But inside of that container is the negation where people feel seen deeply and they don't feel like they have to prove their labels. They don't have to prove their identities. Yeah, so just space, like I'm able to create space in a way that um, people are surprised Mm by.
4: It's beautiful. Um, I'll share one. Okay, mine was actually a compliment from Drew hearkening from the before times in an in-person workshop. We were together and it's kind of a long story, but I had recently realized that I couldn't mentally visualize and I was having some identity struggle around that. What did it mean? What have I missed? Different things like that. And Drew and I were in a, like a two-person dyad exercise. And uh, you said at the end of that, It was really kind. Uh, You made the observation that the way that I held space in that Mm -hmm. space, you said it was uh, intense and profound. And I never would have seen that about myself. I thought Mm -hmm. I was just listening. I wouldn't have named it anything other than Thursday, right? But you seeing it and commenting on it. Oh, good. Caused me to see it and and explore it. I'm so glad. And it's really stuck with me um, personally and Mm. professionally since then. So I'm pleased that I get to say thank you for the compliment. Mm.
1: You are welcome. I'm so glad because I think those two words describe you in the best ways (laughs) possible. Yeah.
0: Lindsay.
2: Um, Okay. So this compliment actually happened just yesterday. I was with a couple of friends and we, like I said, we went to see this concert and, um, we met up with another friend who didn't go to the concert, and so we're talking about the concert, like, you know, reliving the whole experience and the, the beauty and the wonder of it, and um, somewhere along the line, I see something like, well, yeah, this, you know, this is like her, one of her favorite artists, and she invited me to go to this concert with her, and my friend said, wait, Lindsay, you don't, like, you're not familiar with this artist, Is not like, you don't really like them or what? And I was like, well, no, I'm just kind of not familiar with him. She was like, seriously, the way you were telling this story, I thought this was like one of your favorite artists. And then she was like, I've noticed that about you. Like when you are doing some, something with a friend, you're all in. You just throw yourself all in. And I think sp- speaking in Enneagram terms, like this is that line where this friend for me too, I'll just say she's a person who when I'm spinning out about like my Enneagram traps, she's like, come back to us, come back to us, stop being so afraid of, like, just being who you are, that you're going to do one of the Enneagram no-nos in your list, in your chapter. And um, she's like, just be who you are. And so for a two, I think that can be labeled as being really inauthentic. Like, you don't really like this artist, but you're just going to, like, show up like you do and, you know, like, like, faking or pretending. And it's like, no, you love this musician and you invited me to go to this concert with you I am here 100% like singing one seventh of the words but I am like here with you and um, I really appreciated the opportunity to see something that particularly the Enneagram has sort of made me nervous about in my own personality but to have somebody say this is like a really wonderful thing about you like just keep doing that (laughs)
0: Well, this has been really lovely. Thank you to Lee and Milton both for coming on in and just joining this mm. this party. Um, so That's once again, fun. listener, we hope you can actually join us in person uh, in San Francisco, July 20 through 23. But if not, the digital is going to be really amazing and engaging. Um, and you can use the code POD23 for 10% off your sign up and we are really excited to, for all four of us to actually be in the same location. Lee's going to be there, Uh, Milton's going to be there. It's just going to be a love fest. And so please not only try to come, right? But also, whether it's through the IEA platform, some, somehow through our Instagrams, <laughs> let us know what do you want us to talk about, who do you want us to interview, what are you looking forward to, what do you want out of this podcast, these few episodes that we're going to be doing for the IEA feed. With that, we say goodbye, so long, farewell.
4: I'll you. Happy 100th episode. Bonsoir. Thank you. Oh, yes,
0: thank you. <laughs> <laughs>